0: Hello and welcome to the Mamas in Midlife podcast. I'm your host Lisa Lewis, and the topic for today is the message we get about aging. Hey, Mamas in Midlife, welcome back. I hope the beginning of your 2021 has been great so far, and that you feel a renewed sense of purpose and hope with this upcoming year. So, the topic for today, the message we get about aging is a topic I've thought a lot about over time because of the impact it's had on me personally. I remember when I was around 30, I was pregnant with my third child and I was starting to find some gray hairs. I was not happy about finding these gray hairs and I told myself that it was a problem. Even now at the age of almost 50, I see my gray gray hairs as a problem or maybe I believe it's not as attractive. Every few weeks when I see those gray hairs starting to shine through my scalp, I quickly make efforts to cover them up. I might use a little bit of brown eyeshadow until I can get to the get around to pulling out my hair dye and touching up my roots. The interesting thing about gray hair for me that I observe about my thinking is when it comes to my husband who has a head and a beard full of gray and dark hair, I think he's really sexy with it. So as I've aged, I have taken detailed note of myself and the ever-increasing lines that appear and deepen on my forehead, around my eyes and mouth. I'll also look at my adult daughters who are in their 20s and think how beautiful they are with their young, smooth skin. There are some good reasons why women like me May get the message that aging is a problem and the efforts need to be implemented to stop the aging process versus just taking care of our bodies and accepting the aging process. This message can come from the media and also the messages we may get from other women in our lives who are also impacted by the media. Let's talk about this impact from the media. There is a website called More Than a Body that was founded by Lexi and Lindsay Kite. Lexi and Lindsay Kite are both twins who earned PhDs in communication and focused their dissertations on positive body image. Their mission is to educate and promote the idea that girls and women are more than beautiful. To adopt a mindset that, of that of positivity towards our bodies overall, and not just based on what the body looks like. One of my favorite quotes from Lexi and Lindsay is, your body is an instrument, not an ornament. Lexi and Lindsay have blog blog articles they have written over the years, and there was one written in 2015 entitled, Invisible Women Over 40, Anti-Aging and Symbolic Annihilation. In this article, they share information about aging that is quite interesting and provides some insights into why we may see aging as a problem and something to be avoided. Here are some of the highlights from the article. Women over the age of 40 are much less represented in various forms of media, even though they make up over half of the U.S. female population. Older men are more likely to appear in the media. Think of men like Harrison Ford, Mel Gibson, Liam Neeson, Tom Cruise, and Clint Eastwood, just to name a few. These men have appeared in films for decades. Their female counterparts in films are often much younger than they are. When there are older women in certain media or movies over the age of 40, they often play the role of a character who might be the target of the jokes, the crazy mother-in-law, the evil stepmother, the bossy aunt, or a mean teacher, etc. This means that what we are seeing as a representation of our population being women over 40, we're seeing it in a negative way. Here's what I find is especially interesting related to their article and the representation of older women in media. The article states that the media knows exactly what they're doing by underrepresenting women over the age of 40. The effort is to persuade women to believe that their value is very dependent on their appearance, that when we age, it's one of the worst things that could happen. I know for me, I for sure have gotten this message without even realizing how it was happening. And when we believe that aging is a terrible thing, then we're going to be much more susceptible to buying the many anti-aging products that are on the market with a hope to slow down the aging process. We may also be more inclined to pay to have procedures done to make us look younger. In the article, Lexi and Lindsay quote a statistic that people over the age of 50 own up to 70% of the net worth in the U.S. households. So targeting midlife women is very strategic because they tend to have more of the buying power. We are being promised youthful looking skin, beautiful flowing blonde, red, or brunette hair and tight bodies, among other things. And the message is how crucial it is for us to retain our youth so we can have value. When we do see midlife women in media with a very youthful appearance, there are often two things that are happening, according to Lexi and Lindsay. One, there's cosmetic procedures that have been happening, or two, digital alteration. Think of the fun filters that, were, that are now available on social media platforms or with most of the photo apps on our phones. We can create all kinds of alterations of our pictures with these fun apps. By the way, I definitely have had some fun with using some of these filters, so I'm not trying to demonize them. It's just good to be aware of why we might even use them. As I shared at the beginning of the podcast, I have struggled with signs of aging, and I've equated it to mean various things about myself that are oftentimes not so positive. It's so helpful, though, to dive into this topic and see how I'm being impacted by the media and how others of us midlife women are being impacted, and to have some awareness of how maybe we think about ourselves and the aging process. I personally believe it's okay for women to want to take care of themselves, to get their hair done, to have it colored, to do their makeup, to buy and wear clothes that they enjoy. The thing to be aware of is what we're believing about ourselves as we age and how that thinking may be impacting us and our sense of worth. Allowing yourself to focus on all the things your body can do, not just on how it looks. For example, I might want to choose thoughts of, I'm grateful I can walk. I'm grateful I can use the restroom by myself. I love that I have arms that work, that I can hug those I love. I'm grateful my brain has been trained and works in such a way that I can assist others to improve mental health. I can use my body to prepare meals for my family. My body serves me as I drive a car and react quickly to unforeseen situations. I am grateful I can feel emotions and be able to see the contrast between pleasant and painful emotions. These are just a few of the ways I can recognize all that my body can do. What are some of yours? This topic also brings awareness for me personally on how much and what types of media I am currently consuming. I may actually reevaluate what I follow and how I'm impacted by what I follow currently. I can ask myself, what am I feeling and thinking as I consume certain media? And then I can make decisions about whether I want to continue following or choose to let it go. I can also continue to focus on all the great things my body can do as I age and focus on my gratitude for those things. I hope that you will notice the great things that your body can do as well. That's all I have for today. I will see you all next week on the Mamas in Midlife podcast.